You're listening to Cleanish Reads Episode 9, Adventure is Out There. Airborne by Kenneth Oppel, Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker by Anthony Horowitz, and Try Dying by James Scott Bell. Welcome to Cleanish Reads. I'm your host, Amy Hall. You can trust me to sift out the garbage and recommend the best books that you can be excited to read on your own and with your family. Thanks for joining me on this journey to learn and grow through uplifting reads. Hello, my friends. Are you on the hunt for an action-adventure book that doesn't drag you through the gutter with endless language, filth, and gore? You are in luck. I've got some great choices for you today that have kept me at the edge of my seat. I'm going to start with Airborne. Airborne is the first in a trilogy of adventure books by Kenneth Oppel. The main character is Matt Cruz, a young cabin boy on a hydrium-lifted airship named the Aurora. And yes, hydrium is made up. It is supposedly lighter and more stable than helium or any other gas on Earth. The setting of this book is kind of an alternate Victorian universe, making it a bit of a fantasy, but I would definitely say it is mostly adventure. In this setting, people travel by luxury airships across the vast oceans where there are deadly pirates, uncharted islands, and previously undiscovered flying creatures. Matt Cruz meets a young passenger named Kate DeVries, who is trying to prove the existence of an unknown creature that her grandfather had died trying to document. All sorts of adventures await them on their quest to find and photograph the creature, including storms, pirates, and more. One of my favorite characters is the chef on the Aurora named Vlad. He is feisty and passionate and really knows his way around a kitchen. In my opinion, the only way to read this book is to listen to the audiobook version performed by Fullcast Audio. It is read by a full cast with music and sound effects, more like an old radio show than a modern audiobook. It is fantastic, and I loved all the voices and acting that really brought the book to life. I think that's why I liked the chef Vlad so much. The actor playing his part is so hilarious. There is a bit of violence when the pirates come into the picture, but it isn't described in gory detail. I would definitely let my kids listen to this, and actually, I think I might. I think they would love it. Maybe after we finish The Land of Stories on our next road trip, we'll have to dive into this series. Book two in the series is called Skybreaker and picks right up where book one leaves off with a little more of Chef Vlad and a lot more adventure. Book three is called Star Climber and Matt and Kate take on their biggest challenge yet as they attempt to travel to space. This one took me by surprise as the author's ideas of primitive space travel are not what I would have thought of at all. Really cool ideas and new space creatures make this one wonderful as well. Maybe it's the author's way of showing that Matt is getting a little older, but his training mates have a little bit of bad language in book three, but it's not terrible. Overall, I loved this series all the way to the end of the third book. It is just the kind of classic adventure that I love. Next up is an action-packed spy series called Alex Rider. If you like James Bond, this is a slightly cleaner version of that with a younger Bond character. 
Alex is a 14-year-old orphan who has been living in Great Britain with his uncle and a housekeeper named Jack. When his uncle dies, Alex is trying to figure out what his future holds when he is recruited by MI6. From then on, there is non-stop adventure and action. The first book in the Alex Rider series is called Stormbreaker, and Alex's first mission is to figure out if there's something sinister behind a generous donation of computers all over Great Britain from a wealthy but possibly nefarious benefactor. A theme through many of the books in the series is that Alex is the perfect one for the job since he is a teen instead of an adult. And Alex feels like he doesn't have much of a choice in the matter. He's more of a spy wishing he was a regular kid instead of a regular kid wishing to be a spy. This is a pretty darn clean adventure book, except, of course, for car chases, gunfights, and an occasional death. Seriously, though, for a spy novel, it is what I would call clean. The second book, Point Blank, finds Alex Ryder on a new, very creepy mission. He goes undercover at exclusive Point Blank Academy to unearth what exactly is happening at the school that has already resulted in two deaths. Set in the Swiss Alps, this one has a truly evil villain and some snowboarding thrown in for good measure. Just like the rest of the series, there is nonstop action and definitely some violence. I noted a swear word or two in this one, but still not bad at all. In my opinion, the violence is geared more toward teens and adults and might be a bit much for younger kids. Book three is called Skeleton Key, and this one takes Alex to the Caribbean and involves sharks and Russian mobsters. It also opens with him solving a little mini crime at Wimbledon tennis tournament, which I thought was kind of fun. Very exciting all the way through. All of these books are really quick reads with some type of action pretty much always going on. I haven't read any more of these books yet, but there are 12 in the series so far. And I have to mention the relatively new TV series based on these books that you can find on Amazon Prime. It is really well done, although I'd, I would probably rate it closer to PG-13. The TV series begins with book two, which was not my favorite, but again, it is well done and full of action and adventure. Our last book for today is a standalone called Try Dying by James Scott Bell. This crime fiction story begins with the bombshell that Ty Buchanan's fiance was killed when a man shot himself on an overpass and fell onto her car while she drove down the freeway to work. Unexpected and sad for sure. But things get more intense as Ty begins to suspect that his fiancé's death was no accident. Ty Buchanan is a successful lawyer with everything going his way until, obviously, his fiancé is killed, and his research into the actual cause of her death puts everything in jeopardy. I was impressed how clean this book was. This type of crime drama is generally much worse. There is obviously some violence. I enjoyed the author's wit and dry humor, and I thought the story was fast-paced and well thought out. 
In an interview, the author revealed, I haven't been happy about some of the trends in contemporary secular suspense, and I think the audience out there is getting tired of the gratuitous elements. I believe you can write page-turning suspense without that, like some of the great crime novels of the 40s and 50s. I wanted to offer that because I see the need for it. I do feel the author succeeded. It definitely has a little bit of a 40s or 50s vibe, while also reading a little bit like a John Grisham legal thriller. It shows the underbelly of the criminal world in Los Angeles without dragging the reader through endless smut and gore. Well done, James Scott Bell. Hopefully, I have given you a couple ideas of cleanish books to read that aren't hurting for action and adventure. So buckle up for a thrilling ride and happy reading.